The Ten Commandments by He Chi. Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children, the entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse His name. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them, but on the seventh day He rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's house. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. When the people heard the thunder and the loud blast of the ram's horn, and when they saw the flashes of lightning and the smoke billowing from the mountain, they stood at a distance, trembling with fear. And they said to Moses, You speak to us, and we will listen. But don't let God speak directly to us, or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses answered them, For God has come in this way to test you, and so that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. As the people stood in the distance, Moses approached the dark cloud where God was. New Living Translation Since relationships are important and necessary, we need a way to be in community together so that everyone can get along and thrive as human beings. It's very helpful to have a few simple rules to live by in order for all persons to relate to each other, and God, with integrity, care, and justice. Whenever I take my wife's pooch to the dog park, he knows he'll need to stick some basic rules. Although he doesn't need the leash and is free to roam, he understands not to bark at people or approach them and other dogs without my permission. Those expectations are for both his well-being and others. We are free to live our lives as creatures in God's image. The Lord has just a few basic rules for us to live by to honor both divinity and humanity, as well as to protect others and ourselves. Most folks know them as the Ten Commandments. Statue of Moses and the Ten Commandments, Wuj, Poland The Ten Commandments, the Decalogue or the Ten Words, were given to the ancient Israelites nearly 3,500 years ago. These words have stood the test of time and continue to be understood as a universal standard of morality and relational interactions. There are hundreds of commands in Holy Scripture, approximately 613 in the Old Testament, and 437 in the New Testament, a whopping 1,050 total commands throughout the entirety of the Bible. So, what, then, makes these ten so special? Why do we stick to the ten basic instructions? The reason the Ten Commandments have endured is that they are foundational commands. Following the ten words in the Old Testament are a string of specific commands from God to Moses and then to the people, 
Exodus 21-23 and Deuteronomy 6-26. Those commands are all a fleshing out of how to live the basic Decalogue in the Israelites' context of entering and being in the Promised Land. In fact, every single command of Holy Scripture can be ethically and morally tied back to the Ten Commandments in some way. Whereas many Old Testament laws were given to the Israelites in their ancient Middle Eastern socioeconomic culture, the Decalogue was designed to be universal and flexible for every culture and society everywhere, for any time, and every generation. Therefore, we need to distinguish between the Law, capital L, and the Law, little l. God's fundamental and foundational ethical law has always existed and continues to exist, and it is encapsulated in ten short and simple commands which everyone everywhere can obey, whether they are at their jobs, at home, church, or out having fun. In fact, these ten basic commands are so important that Jesus restated them for us in His Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5-7. Christ got down to the heart of the commands and let everyone know what it truly means to hold, keep, and obey the ten words. For example, Jesus said concerning the seventh command, You have heard that it was said to our people long ago, You must not murder anyone. Anyone who murders another will be judged. But I tell you, if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be judged. If you say bad things to a brother or sister, you will be judged by the council. And if you call someone a fool, you will be in danger of the fire of hell. Matthew 5:21-22, NCV. It had become easy over the centuries for people to think everything was Jim Dandy if they didn't physically kill anyone. Yet, Jesus knew that well before any person is murdered by another, anger has been nursed through bitter grudges toward another. The ten words are the very heart of God's desire for all humanity, and this is precisely why it's important to know and obey them in their full intent. They contain how to relate to God, commands 1 to 4, and, how to relate to one another, commands 5 to 10. Jesus would later say, in response to what is the greatest command of all. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and most important command. And the second command is like the first, love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two commands. Matthew 22:36-40, NCV. The Heidelberg Catechism, a Reformed confession crafted by Protestants in the 16th, addresses a significant issue in question and answer 115. Q. Since no one in this life can obey the Ten Commandments perfectly, why does God want them preached so pointedly? A. First, so that the longer we live the more we may come to know our sinfulness and the more eagerly look to Christ for forgiveness of sins and righteousness. Second, so that we may never stop striving, and never stop praying to God for the grace of the Holy Spirit, to be renewed more and more after God's image, until after this life we reach our goal, perfection. When all is said and done, grace will have the last word. None of us will ever perfectly live out and embody the ten words all the time. Yet, the grace of God in Jesus Christ does for us what we cannot do for ourselves, deliver us from the realm of sin, death, and hell. Embrace the Ten Commandments. Know the Decalogue. Memorize the Ten Words. Understand how to relate well with God and others. Seek to practice these ten basic rules for living so that you can enjoy all the freedom of God's big world.